Bruce isn't the only one coming to terms with mortality. Hi, I'm Ted Canova, and welcome back to my podcast, That One Lyric, which we know is more than just a lyric. It often shapes our life. Maybe it's the message of the tour, or perhaps our age, but more and more guests of this podcast are choosing lyrics that pay tribute to a parent who has passed away. Last episode, we met Alec, who chose that one lyric from Springsteen's Walk Like a Man that taught him grace and understanding for his father. My dad died of congestive heart failure. When I saw your festive stolen away from you, I knew what I can. I walk like a man. That line has a double meaning to me because my parents divorced when I was eight and my father was gay. He never got to be his full self. That line resonated with me, I think, because I saw his best steps stolen away from him twice. Alex's episode had such a profound impact on me and with our listeners. Melissa wrote on Facebook, another great episode. Well, thanks, Melissa. Your comment automatically enters you in our raffle to win the book, Renegades, Born in the USA with Bruce and Barack Obama. Now onto this episode with another tribute to yet another father. Let's meet Tom from Dublin, Ireland, who chose that one lyric from a Springsteen song that provides comfort and solace during heartbreaking losses and reminds us of the importance of holding tight to those shared memories. Hi, Tom. Welcome to That One Lyric. It's great to see you today. Thanks, Ted. It's great to join you on That One Lyric podcast, which is very popular here in Ireland and across Europe. Thank you. Oh, well, that is so, so great to hear. You know, Tom, your name comes up here in the United States because everyone's like, you got to get in touch with Tom. He's the one who runs the pit in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bruce's arrival into Dublin, and there's quite a few things to do and see and what else is going on apart from the three concerts at the RDS. So there's a couple of stops on the Spring Nut pages for each of the dates. And there's a Seeger Session tribute band playing in Dublin on the Saturday the 6th. Americana band playing in downtown Arlington on the 8th. So I think people in Dublin for the weekend are going to get a good mixture of American rock and roll, rock and soul and traditional Irish music. We're looking forward to people coming to our fair city. What was your first exposure to the music of Bruce Springsteen? I'm 61, so at 13 or 14 I would have been just on to the Born to Run. The album obviously was just about coming on the airstreams over here in Europe before the album even was produced. So a couple of pirate stations had it. Maybe Radio Luxembourg, things like that. That's a very reasonable question. And then lucky enough, my New Jersey cousins based in Marlton, not too far from Haddonfield, sent me all the clippings, whatever they could on Mr. Springsteen and the E Street Band. That was a key part of my growing up and then obviously followed by Darkness and Nebraska and all the other super albums that followed shortly thereafter. So I was hooked. What were you listening to at 14 years old in Dublin? At the same time, obviously, that little-known Irish band called U2 were on their way up the charts and The Edge was seeing a girl who I worked with in the part-time clothes shop. So they were literally walking around Grafton Street and doing gigs in a small venue called McGonagall's. So that was very important. And then... Thin Lizzy were playing gigs in the Bagot Inn. The boys are back in town, obviously synonymous with Thin Lizzy played at every football stadium, basketball arena, ice hockey arena, every time the home team comes back into the neighbourhood. So they were the two main ones. And then some local artists like Brush Shields. I met my love. 
superb guitarist a la Niels Lofgren style was also filling the bag it in in places and then we started to get international artists here in boxing arenas like Elton John Eric Clapton and then 10 years later when Bruce came to Slane 1st of June 85 It was largely a good humoured crowd which awaited the arrival on stage of the man they paid £15 each to see It's wonderful I'm glad we came Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah. That was the major love affair with Bruce in Ireland, I think, began in or around that time with Born in the USA tour. It's the biggest crowd Bruce Springsteen has ever played to, and there were some casualties of the excitement. 20 people were taken to Meath County Hospital with minor head injuries and fractures. So far, the fans have been happily celebrating this day with a man who was born in the USA. Can you even pinpoint how many times you've seen Bruce in the band? I would have seen him each European tour from then, so about 30 times, and then I went to Broadway with the cousins from New Jersey, which was nice. So every time he's played in Ireland, most of the times he's been in the UK, but this year will be the first time I've gone to continental Europe to see him taking in Vienna and maybe Gothenburg 3 as well. Fantastic. So from what song did you choose that one lyric to talk about today? I know people have called this tour the Mortality Tour. So a song that really struck a chord with me when my father passed eight years ago was Terry's song. Terry McGovern passed on the 30th of July, 2007. And that was Bruce's personal assistant for 23 years. Absolutely. Bruce looked through his catalogue and said apparently there was nothing in his catalogue that would match his feelings towards Terry. So he wrote a song for him in two days before the services were held. I think most people, Ted, will substitute Terry's name for whoever they've lost. Anybody that had a good friend, a close friend, whatever about losing a parent, when you lose one of your mates at an early age through cancer or sudden illness or a car accident or whatever, then it's particularly striking because you're not prepared for that. What is that one lyric you picked to talk about from Terry's song? Love is a power that's greater than death, just like the songs and stories told. Love is a power greater than death, just like the songs and stories told. I suppose it comes to the uh, comfort you get that although you've lost a close friend, family member, that the love will endure. And even though you won't see them on a day-to-day -day basis anymore, their memories will be a blessing and that you're thankful of the time that you've had with them and that you're going to miss them. This is where love is a power that's greater than death. Even if death deprives you of that close contact, you're still going to love that person until the end of your days. You know, Bruce really leads up to this song talking about majesty like the Titanic and the Eiffel Tower and the Mona Lisa, the Sistine Chapel. Well, they built the Titanic to be one of a kind, but many ships have ruled the sea. These humongous things, the pyramids, the Taj Mahal, he makes this brotherhood even bigger with all of that, with that wonderful phrase, when they built you, brother, they broke the mold. Wow. When they built you, brother, they broke the mold. Very strong line. And as you say, all of those buildings and ships, roads, bridges, paintings, all unique. But the love that you've had for your parents or a good mate is absolutely unique as well. It shouldn't be a surprise that we are now talking about mortality because we're six, seven years apart of seeing Bruce. We were gifted with Letter to You. More and more fans are reaching out to me at this time to be on this podcast talking about death and loved ones who have passed. And I think Letter to You is conjuring up 
the thoughts of people who have died in our lives in the past. I know it does for me, and I understand it does for you, too. Tell us about the death of your beautiful father a few years ago. He went into hospital about four months before he passed and just slipped further and further down the ladder and then hadn't the strength to fight in the end of pneumonia and passed away in mid-July eight years ago. And as you say, the Letter to You album brought it all back again with I'll See You in My Dreams. The road is long and seeming without end. And all these songs that are probably a bit more prevalent now, obviously, when Bruce lost Danny, he wrote The Last Carnival. When Clarence passed, apparently, he sang Land of Hope and Dreams to him at his bedside. And the shows thereafter from Apollo on, he introduced them at 10th Avenue, Freeze Out, and those lines, when you're here and we're here, then they're here. There was a huge lump in my throat because, yeah, that's what it's all about. Did you think about Terry's song while your dad was ailing? To be fair, we probably knew two or three weeks before he passed that things might not improve and he wouldn't be coming home. Uh, So I think then the balloon was deflated slowly, which we're thankful for. And then, like a lot of people, look to books or Bibles. A lot of us obviously listen to Bruce and see is there something there that we can kind of find comfort in. And that song gave me, and, and still does, a lot of solace. And again, the generation that we're in, a lot of friends have lost their parents and brothers, sisters to cancer earlier than they should have. And this is the first thing I'll write to them when they lose somebody is love is a power that's greater than death. Your lovely mother, your lovely father will still be with you until I think Bruce in the toast at the end of Letter to You says, until we're all in the box, your parents or your close ones will be in your mind and your heart until you're in the box. And Bruce will be singing until he's in the box, I think was the toast. And I suppose we'll be listening until we're all in the box. So we'll be here until we're all in the box. (laughs) Yeah, and we may be listening even after we're in the box. I hope that we get to bring this all with us wherever we're going. (laughs) Tom, you also took Terry's song up to the altar and you spoke the lyrics in the eulogy to your father. Tell us about that. Again, I would have known for two or three weeks that things were not going to improve. So I had a few words to say at the end of the Mass. So I thanked my father for the spirit and I thanked the family and then came around to thanking my favourite troubadour. And that's where I introduced Bruce because obviously from an Irish point of view, we see him as a troubadour first and foremost. In our historical guise, a troubadour went from town to town singing songs and getting some ale and some victuals to keep him on the road. And I introduced him as my favourite troubadour. So I think that qualified as a a proper thank you because uh, he certainly gave me the the comfort with a huge loss of my dad. Well, Tom, you give us all comfort. I know you're an ambassador to Bruce Funds and Donna and Spring Nuts and Howie and Light of Day, Ireland organizer. I mentioned earlier, you're kind of the organizer of the pit queue in Dublin. You have so much joy and so much optimism. And to take Terry's song, I find great comfort even talking of it because we've all lost people in these years. And we need to hold on to memories and love and grieve deeply, but also love even more deeply. So I just want to thank you. It's a pleasure, so to speak, Ted, if that's the right word to use. As I say, Bruce is preparing maybe all of us, you know, there's more yesterdays than there are tomorrows. He's quoted that before the intro to Last Man Standing. So live for the day that's in it. And that's why we're preparing Dublin so well for everybody to get here and enjoy while we still can. 
I think when he was younger, obviously Bruce wrote about sudden death with Wreck on the Highway and Madame Ors, Banks and all those sudden deaths and sudden incidents and accidents. But now as we get on board the train, a lot of us would say Bruce has prepared us for a lot of things in life as, as the soundtrack to our lives. He's also preparing us for the final hurrah, so to speak. But we'll have a bit of fun before we get there. We'll order the good wine, as Clarence said. We'll order the good wine. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, thanks a lot for being part of that one lyric. I really enjoyed meeting you. Thanks, Ted. Well, since our conversation, Tom has lost more dear friends. And I'm sure he's shared that one lyric from Terry's song with those left behind. But love is a power greater than death, just like the songs and stories told. Tom also has a happy reminder. If you're here and we're here, then they're here. Well, as the tour reaches Dublin, Tom will be there leading the community of fans lining up in the queue. So if you're going, be sure to say hi to him. There are no lines at our merch table. In fact, we don't even have a table. But you can order our t-shirts and hats at thatonelyric.com. And while you're there, click on the review section. Leave yours and you'll automatically be entered into a drawing for the book Renegades, Born in the USA with Bruce and Barack Obama. Also, click the follow button on your podcast channel so you never miss an episode. And please keep sharing our podcast with your friends and fellow fans. Yes, some may roll their eyes that we can actually talk about one lyric, but who cares? We're not apologizing for our fandom. I'm glad you joined me, that you're part of our community, and that you enjoyed that one lyric. I'm Ted Canova. Remember, music makes it all better. See you next time. <laughs>